3: The following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. Insider. Insider. Inside on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.
4: Look out. He's got some room. He's got some speed. And he's got the end zone at his side.
3: duck insider on the Oregon sports network from Learfield IMG College presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking local solutions. Time now for your daily dose of Oregon athletics. Here's your host Joey Mack.
5: Hi everybody it's Terry Johnson for Joey Mack once again next couple of days as Joey heading to Louisville with the men's basketball team and uh, they're going to be happy. Oh here we go. We've got some. We have some life out of you. <laughs> the Kentucky Derby. I thought he was going back for a basketball game or yeah. two. Hopefully yeah. two basketball games, right? Yeah. Maybe hey, that's stick around another month to get to the Derby. I was going to say, when is that? That's in April, right? Uh, late April or so. Yeah, early something May. Something like that. Is it? Okay. Well, he's, yeah, I think he had his hat on. He had one of those hats, the big hats, right? Isn't that, that what they wear? No. Yes. No. They do. The women do. I know. Okay. I was trying. Nobody was going with me there. Teresa was shaking her head over. She's like, yeah, I'm with you, Terry. I know what you're talking about. Quentin's Quentin's just laughing at me. Randy's just giving me the silent treat back in the the studio. All right. uh, We got a a good show here today. Uh, Great video coming up for you here in just a moment uh, that uh, Nate Hess from Oregon Video put together for women's basketball wrapping up. Uh, the the round of 32, big win over Indiana's the Ducks into Sweet 16 for the third year in a row. It's fabulous, and uh, that's coming up in just a moment. If you haven't seen it on your social media, uh, stay tuned for just a moment, and you you will see that. Uh, also, Kelly Graves, head coach of Oregon women's basketball, joining us here in just a few moments. Uh, always good to talk with him, and. Uh, And uh, have some fun he's a little more relaxed it was kind of funny I'll I'll tell you a story before he comes in and then we won't tell him that I said this but when I got ready uh Sunday to record with him for the pregame show I mean we were at shoot around we were hours away before the tip-off game face was already on I can tell you could tell with the coaches you get to know them and uh, when he came over all right let's go you know it's like let's let's record this let's get that I put my hand on his shoulder and he was just (laughs) <laughs> the game face. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you got to be that way. He, he's a competitor and uh, obviously a great coach. And as you all know, uh, that have been around him or seen him here on the show with Joey, that uh, what a great guy he is. He's, he's just fantastic. He'll be on also here from Dana Altman as uh, before they left today, Dana and some players addressed the media. We'll have that for you coming up here in just a little bit as well. Uh, the Duck schedule, let's uh, take a quick look at that before we get to the uh, women's basketball video here in the recap of the round of 32. Uh, the uh, invitational, Duck invitational going on down at Emerald Valley, down in my neck of the woods at uh, Embro Valley Golf Club down in Cresswell, about uh, 10 miles or so down the freeway. Uh, beach Volleyball, I was trying to get their score. They were uh, taking on Loyola Marymount. They're down in Santa Monica Beach. Jeez, that's a perfect place, right, for beach volleyball. Uh, 10.30 this morning, and then at 12.30, so they should already, already be in action against UCLA. But I couldn't find the score. Uh, they hadn't tweeted anything out, or, or and maybe some of you already know. But uh, Loyola Marymount, we're taking them on this morning. UCLA right now, ba- uh, baseball on the road. They're in the state of Utah. I would be here, whether it was basketball or baseball. Joey would have been in Utah with baseball, and uh, glad that he isn't. Todd Miles will have the action for you. Five o'clock against BYU tonight, 445 pregame show around the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, and then tomorrow they take on Utah Valley, and then I think it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday against Utah as uh, they get back into Pac-12 action. Uh, Also, what's coming up here, uh, women's lacrosse uh, the rest of the week, women's lacrosse uh, beach volleyball again tomorrow. First of all, Concordia uh, again; they're down at Long Beach. They move over to a different beach. Uh, as uh, Delaware, Newark, Delaware, taking on uh, Delaware is lacrosse tomorrow at noon. Uh, beach volleyball again against Long Beach State tomorrow, and then uh, as we mentioned, Utah Valley with baseball, of course, uh, coming up on Thursday, seven o'clock uh, roughly. Well, they say six fifty-nine West Coast time. Uh, against Virginia, the Oregon men. Back in Louisville is uh, where they will be playing, uh, the Sweet 16, and uh, hopefully the Ducks win that and move on. And who knows? Who knows? They have surprised everybody. Maybe not uh, – well, I guess even Dane Altman has said he's a little bit surprised, never had a team that maybe gelled together so late in the season. But when you have that, those uh, – so many injuries that they had and you have so many young players playing, it takes a little bit longer for them to finally – to be honest with you, to finally listen to the coaches because the coaches haven't changed. They've been telling them the same things all year long. And uh, finally, what happens is the players kind of start buying into it a little bit more, and it takes a while. It just takes a while, especially for freshmen. They've never had to play defense the way they are playing defense now. When they're in high school, they don't really have to, and they don't have to. They can take some plays off in high school and still be uh, the best player on the floor because they are, because that's why they were recruited to a place like Oregon. So once they learn that, and when you have more young players, more freshmen, it takes them a little bit longer, and, uh, and that's what can happen. But they take on Virginia. Uh, number one seed as uh, the Ducks, the only double-digit seed left in the Sweet 16 on the men's side, and uh, that about a 7 o'clock tip and a 6.30 pregame show with Joey Mack around the Oregon Sports Network. And of course, the women, Friday night it's 8.30, first game Mississippi State, the number one seed in the Portland region will be taking on Arizona State as five Pac-12 teams left in the Sweet 16 on the women's side. Do you think the conference isn't tough? (laughs) There you go. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. Let's see if a Pac-12 team can break through, though, and uh, win a championship for the first time. It's all the way back to 1992 when Stanford won a championship that uh, the conference out here has uh, won on the women's side. It's been a while for the men as well. Uh, so it's uh, people talk about football on that side as well. And you got to kind of validate the depth of your conference by winning a national championship. We'll see. We'll see. And, by the way, Oregon men and women, uh, the only – Men's and women's teams left in the Sweet 16 for both in the country. That's it. it was Everybody was eliminated yesterday that had that. There were three others. I think Kentucky uh, might have been, uh, well, was it? No, not Syracuse. Anyway, I'll have to look it up, but I know Kentucky was one of them. But it was, uh, it, it, yeah, so they're doing well. They're doing well. We're having fun. It's a great time to be a Duck. Uh, of course, it's always a great time to be a Duck, but uh, especially now. And hopefully a lot of you and uh, fans, nice job. I know with the men's game at the same time, uh, maybe attendance was a little bit down for the women's uh, first and second rounds in the 6,000. So I know they, they were hoping and expecting maybe around 8 to 10, 6,500-plus on Friday and at 6,700-plus on Sunday. So uh, it was good. It was good. But uh, all right, let's, uh, let's get to the video. Here, first of all, and then we'll take a break. And KG is here, Kelly Graves. But uh, let's take a look at the video Nate has put together uh, after the Indiana win. Enjoy.
6: All right, March Madness, round two, you guys. How we feeling? Good. <laughs> Good. Got to be ready each and every game. Listen, these guys are gonna be game. There's no question. This is a good basketball team. They play really hard. But we don't come out and work hard, okay, and play smart, then we're in for a dogfight. Someone's going home. We're at that point, someone's going home. Okay, you get 40 minutes, earn it the next round. Earn Portland. 40 minutes. We're not going home yet. Okay, here we go. Get that right, okay. This is what we're going to do tonight. We're going to play like champions, right? On the bench, on the floor, warm-ups, everything that we do. You got it? We're preparing ourselves for a couple weeks. Have now. Family on three. One, two, three. Family. Family. NCAA
5: second round. It's number two seed, Oregon, and number 10 seed, Indiana. The right to move on to four. Trying to jump it up. Only doesn't take the three, goes underneath, gives to Ani Gilded, scores and one. Ani Gilden on the dish from Aaron Ball. Inside, bounce pass, Ruthie, scores! Ducks by five! Yonescu fired to Saboli, running the floor, scores! There's Giobie at the free throw line, but Yonescu gets it back, fires it, and gets it A four-point opportunity for Yonescu.
0: 20 minutes trying to save their season.
6: You guys come out like the same focus, same energy that you just
4: played with. Left wing three,
5: There you go. Uh, good video put together by Nate Hess uh, from Oregon. Video sitting right over there. He's kind of he's hiding. He said, "He's working on another project already. Does a great job." And uh, n- nice, big win. All right, we need to take a break. Kelly Graves is here. We'll uh, talk with the coach when we come back. Terry Johns in for Joey Mack. He's off to Louisville with the Oregon men. It's Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Back after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.
4: Hurry into your local Toyota dealer during Toyota's Ready, Set, Go event, going on now through April 1st, and say big on all your favorite Toyota models. Visit toyota.com for more information. Toyota, let's go places.
2: When you've got your sights set on a goal, whether it's planting roots, planning your future, or going for the big win, you do what it takes to make it happen. And On Point Community Credit Union can help. We support our community with local banking and lending that unlocks opportunities. Because just like our Oregon Ducks, we play as a team and we win as one, too. On Point is a proud sponsor of University of Oregon Athletics. Join in at OnPointCU.com. Betterly insured by NCUA. Equal opportunity lender.
4: Hurry into your local Toyota dealer during Toyota's Ready, Set, Go event. Going on now through April 1st. And say big on all your favorite Toyota models. Visit Toyota.com for more information. Toyota, let's go places.
3: This is the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Guide Dog partners bring greater freedom, confidence, and mobility. They are trusted friends that offer new opportunities for social interaction and greater independence. Guide Dogs of America is a nonprofit organization that provides these loyal and loving dogs free of charge to people who are blind or visually impaired. To learn more about Guide Dogs of America, visit our website at guidedogsofamerica.org or call us at 800-459-4843.
5: Welcome back to Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Terry Johnson for Joey Mack, who's heading off to Louisville and uh, to the Kentucky Derby, if it was happening now. Randy had had that music a little bit earlier. Coach Kelly Graves uh, joining us, head coach of Oregon Women's Basketball, and you guys were back in Louisville, and, and you went, did you guys go, what'd you go through, the Kentucky Derby, was that what you went? We
6: went, uh, no, we didn't get to go inside, but we took uh, some team pictures out in front, you know, yeah, by the famous statue, and with Louis, with Churchill Downs in the background, it was pretty cool. Yeah. It was closed, actually, so, you know, when we went.
5: But. Of course, it was back in, what, November or December was, last yeah. year, yeah, I think? Yeah, kind of mid-November. Yeah, yeah so, of course not. Anyway, hey, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, great stuff. I haven't gotten a chance to see you, but uh, knocking off Indiana after Portland State first, and uh, Indiana, really good team. They were. Uh, and, uh, but the Ducks, uh, the Ducks are back to being the Ducks. You talked about you know, getting your mojo back, getting your, your swag back. I think the Ducks got it back.
6: Yeah, no question. I thought we played really well. Uh, actually, I thought we played well the whole weekend. We mm-hmm. defended pretty well. I think two teams had average over 70, and we held them to an average of 54 games. So I thought defensively we played pretty well. Even though Indiana, that game kind of was – it had a lot of offensive flow, and they ended up scoring 68. But uh, I liked the way we shared the ball. We kept the ball moving. Uh, we shot it well from the perimeter, uh, especially in the second half of the India- Indiana game. And uh, that, that was, those are good signs for us. You know, we hadn't scored over 80 in quite a while, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and so it was nice to get it up near our average. Um, and uh, yeah, so
5: two really good wins. Uh, Bindu Yaney just I don't know popped into my head here, and uh, she's an Oregon kid we all kind of root for. Her. And have you gotten any further word? I heard an Achilles. I, yeah. We we weren't sure if it was an ankle, but Achilles yeah, problems. She, I just, you know,
6: yeah, yeah. The video is showing that that's what she reached for was, was her, her Achilles, okay. and we had kind of heard that. And by uh, and and by the way she reacted, um, especially after the game while she was sitting on the bench, you know it was more than just an ankle. I yeah. I think so. Bless her heart. You know I I've known and followed her career from the time she was in junior high school you know and she went to st mary's academy up there in portland that's my my wife's alma mater mm-hmm. she played basketball there as well and uh you know it's, it's too bad it it just it you know injuries are just such a an unfortunate thing to happen you know they they dedicate their lives to you know these kind of moments mm-hmm. and then for that to happen um you know you you really feel for her. so if bendu's family's listening just know that we you know a lot of ducks are are you know, cheering for her
5: and, and praying for her recovery. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. Well, th- the two games th- going in, you know, after the loss to, to uh, Stanford in, in the Pac-12 tournament championship game, but you got some rest, and, a, and a, the team needed rest. You, everybody has owies at the yeah, end. The um, sure. Ducks had some big-time owies, and yeah. and still, as you've mentioned, Ruthie's until the season's over is not going to be a hundred percent, but. Certainly looked like a different team the, the bounce and the step was there. The energy level just—you could see right away against Portland State. The energy level was back, wasn't it?
6: No, no question about it. Yeah, the, the week off did us uh, did us great. You know, us um, perhaps more than you know other teams. But you're right. Everybody at this time of year is, is binged up a little bit. But uh, but you know, Ruthie is playing at best eighty percent. And and what happened down there in the tournament, you know, the second night against UCLA, she played one of the best games she's ever played, yeah. getting, what, 28-12 and 12 or, yeah, or whatever right. it was. But that third night, she just wasn't able to, to do it. Well, in the NCAA tournament, you don't have that that problem. It's two games a week. You get the day of rest in between. The games are a lot longer, so there's more in-game rest. And uh, so I think she was back on her game. So was the rest of the team. I, th- I just think mentally we needed to break as much as anything, and... And um, you know it was a, it was a great weekend. The fact that we were at home, come on, that's a huge advantage yeah. too. And our fans, man, our the support of our fans were just incredible. You know, it, it was well attended, but more than anything, I I think our fans are more than just butts in seats. They engage. Yes. They're engaged. It's loud, and uh, and so I, I I I think that was a, a real help as well.
5: Yeah, but you have to earn that too. You know, to get those home games. I know some fans, hey, you get to play at home. Well, can, you, nobody said anything about UConn. Well, maybe some people have over the years. They've stayed right in their region for years and years. Now, they're really good, and they've won some national titles to, to back that up. But you have to earn that right. does isn't just given to you. And, and exactly.
6: And we earned it. I mean, we were good from the start of the year to the end. You know, we had a couple of slip-ups in between, but we, we had never wavered from being on that one-and-two seed line the entire year. And mm-hmm. we, we earned it. We we deserved it. And, you know, I, ideally, I, I, I think the game should be played on a neutral floor. But that's okay. You know, I think to those teams that, that really – Deserve it? I think playing at home is fine. And let's face it, Syracuse lost at home. Iowa State lost at home. Yep. Uh, there was Maryland. Like Maryland lost at home. So you know, it's not a given. It's not yep. for sure that you're going to win, even though you're hosting. So you, you know, again, you still you earn the right to host, but you earn the right to move on.
5: Yeah, Debbie Antonelli, ESPN analyst, has been a big proponent for several years now of having the Sweet 16 on the women's side in Las Vegas. Uh, your thoughts on that? Is that a good idea, or do you? Do you be- no,
6: I, well, I mean, it's it's thinking outside the box. Yeah. It has some merit. I, I don't think so. I think the regionals, uh, if if you choose this, the the regions wisely, I think it's uh, it's fine the way it is. Uh, you know, I think I, I would like to see them make it a more permanent spot. See now, now Las Vegas. I think the first and second rounds should be at four sites so you play eight games on a on a friday and eight games on a saturday and then play sunday and monday and 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 maybe have this the the west regional so to speak mm-hmm. in las vegas every year have one in the uh, in the southeast have one in the northeast uh and then have one in the midwest and and just kind of keep it in those spots i would be a proponent of that but uh um you know who who knows i, I we keep searching for ways to make this better and and more interesting our tournament yeah, I'm not sure what the answer is. We've tried a little bit of everything.
5: Yeah, but by doing what you're saying, uh, I think is is let a community take ownership of an event every year
6: and grow it. Uh, th- see, that's the I think that's that's the best uh, uh formula, I think.
5: So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you know who you're going to face here, uh coming up kind of interesting. Going to be familiar faces up there at the Moda Center, isn't there?
6: Crazy. Uh, I don't know if it happens very often, if no. ever, that uh, you know that we played all the other three teams in our regional. Uh, we're actually 4-0 and against those teams, and even had Syracuse beaten South Dakota State yesterday, we had played them as well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, very familiar regional for us, and uh, not an easy one. All four of those nope. games uh, were were hard fought and came right down to the end, so... Uh, we, you know, we've got our work cut out for us against South Dakota State. There's no question about that.
5: It is when you get to this point of the season, uh, the, the final 16, they're there for a reason. One, you had to win two tournament games to get there, yeah. so you, you, even if you came in maybe a little down, you, you've you risen up and you've beat two pretty good teams. Yeah. Uh, it's just a fight from here on out, isn't it?
6: <laughs> it is, it is, and everybody asks, you know, well, is it an advantage for you or for your opponent, <laughs> you know, coming up that you already played, and I don't think it really matters at this point. Those games were a long time. ago. Other than the Arizona State was relatively recent, but I think everybody's different now than they were in December or November or in our case, you know, even January and February. And and uh, I don't think that matters one way or another. You just got to go out and play the team that plays the best and executes
5: the best will win the games. How much fun do you having with this team and this group? They're they're just. They're such good people, first of all, and pretty good basketball players. And and I know everybody wears those family T-shirts, but I've been around these teams, uh, different sports for a long time, and I'm not sure I've ever seen a team that's closer. Yeah,
6: I I agree with you. This is a special, special group. And, you know, they all contribute. That's the nice thing about it. We don't have uh, some haves and some have-nots, you know, some that are just there, uh, you know, taking up space, so to speak, and they're practice kids and things. All of our players have to play. They all contribute, uh, and and they're all, you know, integral parts. Regardless of they whether they score, uh, you know, thirty a game or, or not, they're 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 connected, and and I think you you nailed it.
5: This is a this has been a special group in that regard. I know you got eighteen holes in in here in between games. No, I'm just kidding <laughs> you. But uh, what, what's been the schedule? What, what what have you guys done as you're getting ready? I know the the bus uh, leaves tomorrow for Portland.
6: Yeah, leaves tomorrow. We, uh, you know, we've kept our same schedule as crazy as it sounds. You know, we played Friday and Sunday, and that's what we did all during Pac-12 play. Uh, Yesterday, we we got a good uh, weight training session in and got some shots in, and then we all uh, got together and watched uh, uh, the South Dakota uh, State-Syracuse game down in the locker room. So we, you know, kind of had a feel for... For who we were going to play and then um, today was our natural day off our, our regular day off and then tomorrow we'll have practice in the in the morning and then we're going to head up to Portland in the afternoon I don't know why the NCA wants everybody to be there a couple of days early I can see if you're traveling from Mississippi State <laughs> but we're just driving up the road so even if I-5 was closed for whatever reason we could detour around and get our way to Portland but we're going to go up a couple of days early uh, get the lay of the land and we'll have practice up uh, at the Motor Center on Thursday so uh, a, gr- a great week and our, our kids it's spring break anyway i know part of them probably you know would rather be in hawaii or mexico this <laughs> week but uh no i i think they're really really excited to be playing another week
5: yeah watching that syracuse and uh, south dakota state uh, game it, it's interesting. our buddy joe waltasty sID for uh, women's basketball uh, we can look ahead you guys i mean it, i know you get the assistance you look ahead and watch film and so on but it's one what uh, one down one to go right mm-hmm. i've heard you guys say oh yeah. uh, but he called it before the tournament even started that if we got to this point that it would be south dakota state and not syracuse and I, so i texted him cuz i said good call joe it's yeah, south dakota state joe. it is. yeah
6: no Nostradamus there i i love it uh they're yeah, a good team they are a Great team, and it's not easy to play. They play a unique style. You know, they can really spread the floor. Uh, They can all shoot it. They can all take you off the dribble. Uh, They cut really well. They play a little old-school basketball, and and you don't see it as much anymore. And they are really, really good at it. And we were fortunate. You remember that trip up there? Oh, yeah. We were fortunate to escape Brookings, South Dakota with a a win, And, and that proved to be a heck of
5: a win looking back now. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Are they any? uh, Quentin and I were talking about this earlier, and I was saying, you know, they're a little bit like Indiana in that they're not the tallest team but they play really really hard and and you're going to have to beat them and they, and they don't beat themselves. They don't beat themselves and they're those
6: Midwestern tough kids, you know. Yeah. They're, they're all strong. I think they could all bench press every yeah. one of our players, <laughs> yes. but they're very skilled and and coach Johnston does such a good job. I mean, he's he's been doing it a long time and he's been doing it a long time right there in Brookings and I know he's had opportunities to leave, but they they've made it worth his while to stick around and and all he does is win each and every year.
5: Yep, Absolutely. I don't know what
6: uh, how ticket sales are going up in Portland. I assume pretty well. I, I, I hope so. I had heard that there were about 6,000 sold before the tournament started. Oh, good. Okay. Which is a good number, yeah. but we don't have an in necessarily. I, you know, I, I call Anthony Tacey, who's our ticket guy, and I'll call him during the week and say, hey, what are the ticket sales like this week? And I can't do that because he's not in charge of it. So I, I don't know. I would like to think that, uh, that the Duck fans are going to show up and show out. Uh, whether we've got obviously a lot of Duck fans right there in the Portland area yeah. that should, should come out and support this team. But we've traveled well all year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I would assume that most of our fans are going to make that drive up. I would sure hope to think they would.
5: And thank you this time for the networks to uh, not have a conflict with the men's game. Yeah, that I was kind of weird. I've seen that, that. Did, that. Yeah, that was. I mean, I realize they got to do what they got to do, but sometimes you think, well, you could take care of that.
6: But. You would like to think that they would maybe work together a little bit. Yeah. I mean, uh, but but it, it worked out great. I thought we had a, an awesome crowd here. Uh, I don't I don't know if the men playing at the same time deterred it a, a whole lot. I mean, in this day and age. With how you DVRs. can re- record programs <laughs> and stuff, you know, you should be able to to do both. And then I know a lot of people just watch it on their phone or iPad. Yep, they brought it with them and they could see both. Yeah. So yeah, our yeah. buddy
5: Steve Tannen uh, was sitting right next to me, and he had it on his laptop. The men's game. Well, you know,
6: a- Tannen's cutting
5: edge. Yeah, yes, he, he is. is. He's amazing. All right, buddy. Well, I'll let you go. I know you've got other things to do. Oh, and, no and, uh, worries. Yeah, I'm going to. Golf clubs calling your name oh, and all those things. wouldn't that be nice? And I know. And,
6: and I've been hunkered down in here all day, so I don't know what it looks like outside. It's supposed to be 60 nice. today. Yeah, let's it was go. nice when I walked in a little let's bit ago. Go. Yeah. My top let's of do. my head needs some, some suntan, so yeah, I'll yeah, get okay. out there <laughs> you get know, maybe, the, sun.
5: maybe the NCAA wants the Ducks up there early to do a little shopping, or they promise the Chamber of Commerce or something up there that we get there a day early, or all the teams, I guess. Do a little shopping. Oh, no. okay. Or well, golfing. I Maybe. I, I
6: don't know. what. I wouldn't mind getting into the Nike employee store. Oh, there you go. up there. That would be that would be nice. All right. I can be your guest, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anytime. Anytime. Actually, if you would grow a few pounds, yeah. I oh. could just give you my hand-me-downs. <laughs> grow a
5: few. Oh, man. Yeah,
6: um, you're too skinny. No, I'm too short. That's oh, well. all. That's okay. it. Okay.
5: Yeah. All right. All right, buddy. We'll
6: Terry, we'll... thanks, pal. Hey, Let's thanks. have fun up there this weekend.
5: Let's... One at a time, but let's go get two. That sounds good to me. All right. Kelly Graves, See head you. coach, Oregon Women's Basketball. We'll take a break. Come back with more here on Duck Insider presented by on point community credit union Terry for Joey. Back after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.
4: At Shadow Hills Country Club, it starts with the golf and turns into a lifetime of memories. Shadow Hills Country Club provides a peaceful natural setting with a standard of excellence and course conditions in any weather that is unsurpassed in the entire Willamette Valley. With a championship course an expansive practice facility and clubhouse, fine dining and a swimming pool. Shadow Hills Country Club offers the amenities of a family resort just minutes from downtown Eugene. Shadow Hills Country Club. Call us today.
5: I fight like a duck with clinical trials so our patients have access to the newest cancer medicines like immunotherapy.
1: I fight like a duck with the latest surgical procedures so that my patients with gynecologic cancers can have the most precise care with the least invasive technologies.
6: As a patient, I fight like a duck to beat prostate cancer with advanced radiation techniques like space ore, And WVCI is the
3: only one in the area that offers it. Fight like a duck with Willamette Valley Cancer Institute and Research Center. Duck Insider, your home for the latest news on Oregon athletics. This is the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.
4: Whoa, long time no see. It's me, the rock T-shirt in the back of your closet. (laughs) Dude, remember? You crowd surfed in me, man. But you haven't worn me in, like, forever. I get it, you're retired. But I still got some rock left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council.
5: Welcome back, Duck Insider. Terry Johns in for Joy Mack heading to Louisville with men's basketball. Probably as we speak, they're probably in the area heading back to Kentucky. And uh, I've just driven through there. I know with the, the women, when they went there last year, it was the uh, preseason women's NIT. The Ducks made a run. We had just uh, beaten Texas A&M in College Station. Uh, Lisa Peterson, senior women's administrator, we had to get back. I, there was football going on. I had to get back for football broadcast. Uh, and uh, then they went on to Louisville and then lost at Louisville last year. Uh, one of only uh, one of the only five losses that the Ducks had all of last year that uh, Oregon had. Lost at Mississippi State. Of course, beat Mississippi State here this year. Lost at Louisville. Uh, lost uh, when Bando was out for a couple games at Oregon State. And lost against Stanford at home. And then the fifth loss was in the Elite Eight game against Notre Dame. They were all some pretty quality losses, Uh, 32-5 and the Ducks were a year ago. And right now, Oregon 31-4 and on the year. And uh, number seven ranked in the country. I don't think they updated the rankings. I don't think they do in the postseason. Uh, So I think the last AP poll that they were number seven. Number five RPI. Uh, A a great season. And as we were just talking about, the health of the team. Ruthie's not going to be 100% until she can take like a month off and uh, do nothing uh, to let that bone bruise in her knee heal. But uh, she's out there gutting it out. But the week off and talking to her, she says, oh, that did wonders. She still feels a lot better, but still probably probably about 80%. Uh, By the way, the uh, Sweet 16, as we mentioned, five Pac-12 teams are in. Five of the six have made it through to the uh, final 16. If you want to look at other conferences, SEC has three. ACC has three. Big 12 Big 10-1, the Missouri Valley Conference, that's Missouri State, has won. The Summit Conference, that's South Dakota State, Oregon's uh, opponent coming up on Friday night. And uh, the American Conference, of course, that's a big one. That's UConn. It's too bad UConn, and I think the women's basketball, Gina Auriemma, it's not their decision. It's based on football and usually men's basketball on what conference that they're in, and they're in that American Conference, and it's too bad they don't get the competition that uh, you can see when they were in the Big East previously uh, to that, uh, that they would be challenged a little bit more in the conference season, but they're they're not challenged. Now, having said that, the non-conference schedule that they put together is phenomenal uh, because they have to, to uh, have the RPI to to be up high enough just in case they have some stumbles. But uh, uh, there's a lot of good teams. It's pretty amazing how far women's basketball has come as a whole. Uh, But if you look at it, it really only started in the early to mid-70s and it kind of gained uh, ground a little bit late 70s. Of course, uh, what, Beth Smith was here 79 to 82, so uh, kind of around that time and then picking up and getting the NCAA sanctioned and the Pac-12 uh, and, and so on. And how it's grown... And everybody has said, uh, you know, well, look, UConn, it's just UConn teams trying to stay within 20 points of UConn. And it was that way for a while. Tennessee was there as well. Uh, Texas used to be uh, really a juggernaut program uh, in, in the day. But if you think back to how much sooner that men's basketball started and in the 60s and 70s and and uh John Wooden and UCLA winning all those tournaments and nobody could keep within 20 points of them they were going undefeated every year so it's just kind of had to evolve and now you can see the depth of the women's basketball it's going a little bit deeper i think in the first round uh this year there were three overtime games and those are you know those are games that are you know 215 seeds like Oregon's playing were uh, a, a so-called uh, lesser conference team is uh, given a challenge on somebody's home floor <laughs> and, and doing that. So the depth, and there's just more and more women with Title nine. It's just taken all these decades for it to grow with women having more opportunities to be able to play, and now you're seeing more and more and more really good basketball players. And it's, it's pretty cool to see. Pretty cool to see that. All right, we're going to take a break, come back. We'll hear from Dana Altman as uh, before they got on the bus, headed to the airport, and uh, flying back to Louis uh, he and some players uh, addressed the media we will at least get dana in uh, here today and uh, let you talk about what happened down in san jose couple wins for the men as they're in the sweet 16 as they take on number one seed virginia coming up on thursday night seven o'clock with the uh, tip-off and a six thirty pregame show around the oregon sports network with joey mack we'll take a break come back with Dane Altman after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.
2: When you've got your sights set on a goal, whether it's planting roots, planning your future, or going for the big win, you do what it takes to make it happen. And On Point Community Credit Union can help. We support our community with local banking and lending that unlocks opportunities. Because just like our Oregon Ducks, we play as a team and we win as one too. On Point is a proud sponsor of University of Oregon Athletics. Join in at onpointcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal opportunity lender.
4: At Shadow Hills Country Club, it starts with the golf and turns into a lifetime of memories. Shadow Hills Country Club provides a peaceful, natural setting with a standard of excellence in course conditions in any weather that is unsurpassed in the entire Willamette Valley. With a championship course, an expansive practice facility and clubhouse, fine dining and a swimming pool, Shadow Hills Country Club offers the amenities of a family resort just minutes from downtown Eugene. Shadow Hills Country Club. Call us today.
3: This is Duck Insider. Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. My name is Bobby. I'm a veteran and lost my leg to a roadside bomb. My victory was going from a wheelchair to becoming a weightlifting champion.
5: I'm Sam. I'm a veteran. My victory was finding a career that I could be proud of.
4: At DAV, we're on a mission helping veterans of all generations get the benefits they've earned.
1: I'm CeCe. My victory was finishing my education.
4: When America's veterans win, we all win. Help us support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org.
1: What does Meals on Wheels do? They deliver meals and smiles to homebound seniors. But Meals on Wheels does something else. They turn a volunteer's lunch break into a meaningful experience. As small and as simple as the relationship is between a volunteer and a client of Meals on Wheels, it's really so impactful. I never thought that five minutes could make so much difference in the lives of two people, but it has. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Thank you.
5: everybody and welcome back duck insider presented by on point community credit union i'm terry johnson for joey mack who's uh, with uh, i'm with women's basketball heading to portland Amara. he's with men's basketball they're en route to louisville kentucky as we speak 73 uh, 54 win over uc irvine uh, the only uh, double digit seed at number 12 is oregon in the uh, sweet 16 as uh, they head to louisville and uh, what a game What a performance and what a turnaround at the end of this season that uh, Dana Altman and his staff and and the players, give them credit. Uh, You know, the coaches can do the coaching, uh, but the players got to perform, and they have been performing. Let's hear from Dana Altman just a short time ago as he was addressing the media before the team headed to the airport teams, but what can you take us through kind of yesterday, today, and tomorrow, just what all you can and will get done before game day?
7: Well, we got back so late uh, Sunday. Uh, We didn't do much yesterday. Uh, Today we're getting ready to practice here and uh, go through some film work and quick practice. We fly out later today and uh, get in there late tonight and Wednesday go through the NCAA required stuff and media and that and uh, and, uh, hopefully be ready to go late Thursday night
0: you practice off site then tomorrow after the media session you
7: know. uh, we'll see how we feel you know I we get a little longer time you know since there's only four teams so uh, we may go walk through some stuff somewhere but uh, you know again it's just making sure mentally they're ready physically you know you just don't want to tire them out or anything you just want to make sure you're ready to go
0: how quickly were you able to start watching film on, on Virginia when that game was won
7: Well, we watched on the plane home, plane coming home. You know, uh, got great guys. They had everything up and running. So watched a little bit on the way home, and couldn't sleep when we got home. So watched a little bit more.
3: What are your impressions?
7: Oh man, they're they're a very good basketball team. They don't beat themselves. They don't give you easy baskets. Uh, Defensively, you know, they know exactly what they want to do and they've played together so um, very cohesive unit um, offensively you know they don't turn the ball over you know they get the shot they want nine times out of ten um, you know guy didn't shoot it well against Oklahoma but when he shoots it well you know they they're, they're a very good offensive team uh, their offensive efficiency is, is off the charts I don't know what it rates nationally but just watching them you know, it's got to be really high because, you know, they just don't waste any possessions and they don't turn it over.
0: The, the secondary,
7: is that right? Top
0: three of both it
7: doesn't surprise me. So.
0: A lot of connections to similarities to Wisconsin, considering Bennett's dad played coach there. Oh, yeah.
7: No, no. There's, uh, you know, they don't give up easy baskets. They don't beat themselves. Uh, very physical team, you know, good on the boards. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities.
0: going to help them you guys, that face Wisconsin and face that kind of a grind-out defense. Oh, I don't know.
7: Uh, uh, every game's different, you know. Uh, it won't hurt us. That you know, 25-25 at half doesn't bother us. You know, it. it uh, we've been there. You know, a lot of teams they they panic when they can't score. Uh, we've gotten more comfortable with it as the season's gone on. So, um, you know, some people don't like that pace. You know, but. We've, we've learned to adjust to that pace and be okay with it, so uh, I don't think it'll be a problem.
3: During this stretch, you guys have been really effective at disrupting the top player on the opposing team. This is a three-headed monster here with Guy, Jerome, and Honor. How do you try to disrupt all three if you can?
7: Uh, they, they do have a number of guys that can score. You know, Their big guys do finish inside at a good rate, uh, but Jerome... You know, really makes plays. Hunter can go get his own, and as I mentioned, Guy can really stretch the floor with his shooting. Um, So, you know, it's it's a very difficult assignment for our team to, you know, to have to make sure we stop three guys. But all three of them are capable of having a big game, you know, and really taking over a game. So, um, it will stress our defense. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Their offensive efficiency. Guys that can make their own plays, and then they just run their stuff. It's, you know, they don't run a lot of stuff, but what they do run, it is very well run. When you guys were recruiting Kenny, was it just his straight up athleticism that stood out to you guys, and you could figure we could mold something out of like this, or what was it that kind of first? Uh, that was, you know, the thing that really stuck out. You know, you, uh, offensive, he was, he was a little behind because he started playing basketball late. Um, you know, and his his offensive game is going to come around. He's you know, he works at it. And he's in the gym, and, you know, his instincts are okay. And, you know, I think he'll become a better passer, a better finisher. Uh, but the thing that stuck out was, you know, his ability to block shots, his defensive ability. And, you know, we'd had some pretty good athletes here and, and saw the same type of young man, the same kind of uh, athlete that could could really generate a lot on the offense or the defensive uh, end of the floor. And, and hopefully then we would develop into a good offense.
4: I saw him rise to the occasion a bit last year towards the end of the Pac-12 term. He had a couple of key blocks in, in, in those games. What has he kind of done to kind of elevate himself to, to this position going forward from that?
7: Well, it's it's just a progression, you know, a, a process. And I think he's developing in all areas of the game. He's, he's feeling more comfortable rolling to the basket and finishing some of those uh, his instincts and feel for the game to become better so he knows when to come over and block some shots and when not to. But that's just a natural progression. And, and uh, you know, he slowed with his jaw. You know, I think that really hurt him. And um, But since he's been back, he's, he's really come on strong. And, you know, there's no doubt he's a big part of, of our defense. You know, I mean, we saw that when he was out. You know, we lost some games here at home. And, you know, we just we didn't have anybody protecting the rim and people were getting to the rim on us. And, and then you start packing it in a little bit and you start hitting threes, you know. So, um, you know, he's, he's a big, big part of what we do defensively. How
0: much has Francis helped in the regard of allowing him to then be on the weak side to, to get those blocks? And- well,
7: you know, Francis has, has done a good job. He had, he, Francis has had a little trouble getting out on the perimeter and, and guarding, which in our matchup, you know, we kind of ask everybody to do. You know, we don't let anybody really sit in the middle and just, you know, and he feels so much more comfortable in there, and he's having a little trouble getting out. But uh, Francis has given us a lot. You know, his physicality, uh, he scored that little jump hook inside. and uh, But, no, he's he's been, a, like I said, a big part of this last 10-game stretch. And uh, his energy level is all about the team and, and then what he's given us on the court with his physicality.
3: What's been the difference in execution, Dane, on the defensive end in this 10 games where uh, always the game plan is, like I said, to take away the top opposing player but you guys have done that on a pretty unbelievable clip here in these 10 games. What's been the difference in these 10 compared to you know, the 5 or 10 before that?
7: Well, you know, A lot of it's just is- you know, we're not giving up nearly as many easy baskets. You know, start of the second half against Irvine, you know, get gets a wide open three. You know, nobody's even close to him. Then we give up a couple easy baskets inside, and uh, you know, so you know, we were kind of back to our old you know, exchange and baskets mode. I got that's what concerned me the most. I know we weren't scoring, but um, you know, if we have gave up 12 easy points there, we'd, we'd still been in pretty good shape. So. Um, You know, just attention to detail. We talked about the communication, uh, guys being much more aware of what the heck's going on, uh, paying more attention to scouting reports, and and, uh, so just a progression of the team. But, again, the communication and and guys covering up for each other is is much improved.
4: Were you in Vegas when you felt like guys were starting to really get the message and and get into that rhythm?
7: Oh, no. I mean, the two games here against Arizona and Arizona State, I – you know, I told her guys that's what it's supposed to look like, you know. So that's – that was the start of it, uh, definitely.
0: You said
4: earlier in the season that you were wondering whether the players trust the coaching staff. Obviously, there's just been a different chemistry with this team recently. Did you feel like that was a big change in what's happened with this team? Well, I,
7: you know, every relationship, you know, it takes time and, you know uh, – there was a time where, you know, there was just you know, no connection, you know. and uh, They weren't connecting between themselves, and we weren't connecting with them. And uh, you know, that's always frustrating for players. It's frustrating for coaches when, you know, don't have, have everybody on the same page. And it's not unusual for young teams. It's, it's not unusual for teams that haven't been together a lot. Um, you get disappointed if a team's been together a long time and they're not connected. But with new guys and freshmen that, are, you know, want roles and everybody's not sure what's going on, um, I don't think it's that unusual. Uh, it just took this group a little bit longer to all, you know, figure it out and, and try to get on the same page. But, you know, that, when I said that, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a negative. It's just, it was just a fact. You know, we get, we got to get together. You know, I mean, it uh, – uh, And like I said, every relationship, you know, it it takes a while, and this one took a lot longer. Everybody's together now, but, you know, as soon as this year's over and we start next year, it's it's a whole different dynamic, and a whole new group of guys come in, and it starts all over, you know. You know, the group and the group dynamics, the team, you know, it's different every year. Uh, And this year it was different just because, you know, we start out with five freshmen and, you know, grad transfer and... You know, it was just—it uh, was different.
4: It just took us a while. But have you ever been a part of a team that's had this dramatic of a shift?
7: No, no. I've, I've stated that I haven't. Uh, you know, this this last month, uh, you know, I'd like to say I had it all figured out and it was a plan. But uh, you know, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised that uh, you know, the guys have done that. And I'm I'm really happy for them, though. You know, because uh, you can just see how they they're bouncing around and they're so much more into it and they're happier and you know, I, you know I want them to have fun you know god dang you get a chance to play college ball for four years and if that you know some guys want to whatever it is you know you want them to have a good time you know uh, the reason Jordan and Dylan and those guys come back and text all the time is because they enjoyed it here you know and you know, that's a big part of it you want them to, to enjoy it you know yeah there's work to be done and you know some days in practice it isn't fun but you want the experience to be fun. You want the, the whole process to, for them to enjoy it. And when you're frustrated and not playing well, it's kind of hard to enjoy it. But I think they're having a lot of fun now, and, and that's a big part of it.
4: You're not a big-picture narrative
7: guy, but teams can be motivated by kind of having a chip on their shoulder. Do you play up, hey, we're the only double-digit seed?
0: Let's, let's kind of surprise some people.
7: Yeah. You know, we just – Virginia's a good team. We're a good team. You know, we just go go play. Um, know, I, I don't know, you know, just I think motivation enough, we're in the Sweet 16, this is an opportunity to go to the Lead 8, you know, if I got motivated now, we're <laughs> give them something and, you know, they don't have a competitive spirit and this group does, you know, Peyton's a great competitor, that all of them are, you know, those guys, they want to compete, you see that, you know, I mean, um, you, you know, they kicked it in another gear because they knew if they didn't, we didn't have any chance and so... They are a competitive group, even though at times this year they did not show that competitiveness, and I'll be the first one to admit it. Uh, by nature, they are a competitive group, and I don't think I need to motivate them for this one.
5: There was an accusation of bull this morning. it. Is that of any concern for you or anything you feel? You know, I don't it?
7: have any information on that, and I have no reason to believe any of it's accurate. So um, until I get more information, I just don't have any comment on that.
5: will still travel. Oh,
7: absolutely, absolutely.
5: All right, there you go. Dane Altman addressing the media just uh, not long ago before heading to the airport uh, this morning. And uh, they're en route right now to Louisville, Kentucky. I see somebody on uh, Facebook asking about a pep rally in Louisville. I do not know. Um, you might want to check with men's basketball. If you're on social media, check on their account. Maybe they can help you out with that. I don't know. All right, we need to go. Come back, wrap up the show. By the way, tomorrow the show will be live on Facebook. Those of you watching, between 10 and 11, because uh, I got to travel. Joey's already traveling, and we got to get out of here. We'll be back. Wrap the show up after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. I fight like a duck with clinical trials so our patients have access to the newest cancer medicines, like immunotherapy.
1: I fight like a duck with the latest surgical procedures so that my patients with gynecologic cancers can have the most precise care with the least invasive technologies.
6: As a patient, I fight like a duck to beat prostate cancer with advanced radiation techniques like space And WVCI is the only one in the area that
3: offers it. Fight like a duck with Willamette Valley Cancer Institute and Research Center. You couldn't miss that wedding, birthday party, or whatever event you felt obligated to attend. So, you missed the game. And more importantly, the game program. Not to worry. IMGProducts.net has got you covered. With official programs and yearbooks from many of the nation's top schools, plus conference and NCAA championships. Visit IMGProducts.net to browse the hundreds of publications available. IMGProducts.net. We've got you covered. More Duck Insider coming up on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.
5: Hi, I'm Chad Greenway. After retiring from the NFL, I've embraced my new role coaching my kids. Coaches may have the biggest impact on a young person's life. Unfortunately, youth sports are littered with coaches that are focused on the wrong things. That's why it's so important that parents can trust who's coaching their kids can you trust your child's youth coach our youth basketball association made the decision to utilize trusted coaches to train screen and educate all of our basketball coaches go to trustedcoaches.org to learn more i'm
4: a trusted coach are you i am a senior core rsvp volunteer
1: i build homes and young minds i build parks and playgrounds
6: and support our nation's veterans
1: i build gardens And help families with their finances. I build healthy futures.
4: And organize disaster relief.
1: I'm a builder, and I lead by experience. How about you?
4: Join Senior Corps RSVP.
1: Lead by experience.
4: At
3: SeniorCorps.gov.
5: Welcome back, Duck Insider. Here on a Tuesday, Terry Johns for Joey Mack as they are on the plane and in the air, flying back to Louisville, Kentucky, getting set to take on the uh, one-seed Virginia uh, back uh, there at uh, was it the KFC Yum Center? I think it's called. It holds like twenty-two thousand people. The the Louisville they built a brand new arena just in the last five or six years or so uh, that I remember. Fabulous arena, I am told. But uh, 7 o'clock tip-off against Virginia, a 6.30 pregame show with Joy Mack on the Oregon Sports Network. Uh, by the way, was talking about uh, Oregon now being the only team with men's and women's in the Sweet 16, and I mentioned Kentucky. Gonzaga was another that lost at Oregon State. Uh, the women did yesterday. Uh, Michigan State uh, was the other one. So right now it's just Oregon men and women. The only uh, the only school here, Oregon, with both men and women in the Sweet 16. And the Pac-12 on the women's side has five in, and Oregon, the only Pac-12 appointed on the uh, our Pac-12 uh, team on the men's side, that's still in it. And you never know. And Dana Altman that uh, we just heard from uh, a few minutes ago. I know there were a lot of doubters when things weren't looking good, and uh, some people, I hope somebody got some screenshots of a lot of the things that people put out on Twitter that were saying maybe data's, maybe it's time to move on from data. Oh, really? Now he's got it, a contract extension, as does Kelly Grace, by the way, and we're glad we're going to have both of them for a long, long time. The men, as I said, 7, 6.30 pregame show Thursday. The women, 8.30 tip up in Portland against South Dakota State and an 8 o'clock pregame show. I'll be up there with Jenny Leander. Take care and go duck. See you tomorrow.
2: Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo
5: Hundo P Hundo
3: P Adjective Short for being 100% sure or certain As in If we get a puppy I'll hundo P always walk it
2: You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit adoptuskids.org, brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt US
1: Kids and the Ad Council. I get it. Your desk has been there for you, holding up your computer, your unused stapler, and that plant you forgot to water. But maybe it's time to leave your desk and spend your lunch break volunteering with Meals on Wheels. Doing Meals on Wheels for me is the joy that I look for at the end of my week. I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council.
3: To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and...
5: Hey, you! Yeah! Hi, I'm Lenny the lifeguard. I only have a few seconds during this commercial break to talk to you about reducing stormwater pollution. Everyone loves a good tailgate, but no one likes to see litter on the ground. Litter can wash into creeks and streams polluting our water. Tailgate or not, always pick up your trash and put it in the proper waste bin. Please remember to hop to it, protect our water, because clean water is everyone's responsibility.
3: This message brought to you by stormwater mascot, Lenny the lifeguard. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you. Listening to Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Duck Insider is presented by On Point Community Credit Union, Better Banking, Local Solutions. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Oregon Sports Network.